If recalling EVs were an Olympic sport, Hyundai just went for gold. <laughs> Details next. I'm John Cadogan from autoexpert.com.au and I get Newcast cheap for buyers here in Australia. Website for that, obviously. Or you can just click the card that's up there now, dude. Hyundai is recalling 82,000 EVs globally to replace the LG Chem battery packs inside because there's a potential fire risk. Oops-a-daisy. It's kind of a bad look for the world's fifth largest car maker, especially as the company pivots heavily towards EVs with brand Ionic and inconveniently, it's just started prick-teasing the upcoming Ionic 5. So bad timing all round. Around the world, there's going to be 75,680 Kona electric models, plus 5,715 Ionic electric and 305 city buses recalled. Apparently, there have been 12 fires worldwide, but what's prompted this somewhat expensive recall is the fact that in this last reported fire, i.e., fire number 12, a software update that was thought to have solved the potential problem had already been completed. Our priority is to dispel potential risks against customer safety despite the low possibility of fires and high financial burden. That's part of a Hyundai statement from Wednesday this week. And speaking of high financial burden, like Jesus, it's going to cost about 1 trillion South Korean won or 900 million US dollars, which is roughly 1.15 billion Schitzvillian micro pesos, you know, more or less. I would flat out love to be a fly on the wall for the high level tantrums behind closed doors between senior Hyundai dudes and their opposite numbers at LG Chem, which makes the batteries, in this case, at a factory in Nanjing, China. Panasonic gets all of the battery limelight because it's keeping the lights on for electric Jesus, but LG Chem is actually the world's largest EV battery supplier. The company also supplied the batteries for the Chevy Bolt, 69,000 of which were recalled for a similar potential pants pooping proclivity recently. Those batteries, however, used different internal components and they were made at a different LG plant, this time in South Korea. The bolts were recalled worldwide after several reported fires also. Attribution of the blame here is going to be a really big deal. Like, is it Hyundai's fault, or GM's in the case of the bolt, or LG's? LG Chem doesn't really have much of a reputational stake here either way in the minds of ordinary car buyers, so the dent in the reputation will attach almost exclusively to Hyundai, but the cost will probably be shared between Hyundai and LG in this case, and they're still working that out, entertainingly enough. There's a carrot stick dynamic to all of this too behind closed doors because Hyundai has not yet announced the battery supplier for Ionic 5. So LG won't really want to go 100% bastard in all of this, but at the same time, they're trying to list their LG energy solution business, and this issue could get in the way of their planned IPO if they cop it too softly on the chin. I'd also suggest it's going to take some time to manufacture 82,000 additional batteries, like 
Dude, having seen one apart on the floor, they're kind of complex assemblies and you really would want to get it right every time. And the fire risk is actually quite low, let's not forget, so rushing this to market would be all kinds of really, really bad idea. Interestingly, roughly equivalent Kia models like the Nero EV and Soul EV, neither of which are available here in Shitsville, they're going to be unaffected by this recall and that's because batteries in those vehicles come from a completely different supplier of whom you have probably never heard called SKI Innovation. SKI was entertainingly banned recently from America by the US International Trade Commission over a dispute with LG Chem. So it's all very incestuous down there, metaphorically. In summary, this is a 900 million US dollar cattle prod suppository coming up for Hyundai Motor. In perspective, though, the group had revenue of 224 billion US dollars in 2018. So this will put a dent in the financial, certainly, but not terminally so. Hyundai and LG decided to replace the batteries because the companies could not completely prevent fire risks by upgrading battery management software alone. That's a comment from the South Korean Transport Ministry reported by the Financial Times and there is obviously an ongoing investigation on this issue being run by the ministry and it says both Hyundai and LG are cooperating fully. If you know anything about the high-level culture inside Hyundai, they would be flat out beside themselves to get past this issue by doing whatever it takes to make this right. If they've got to take a financial hit, they would be totally cool with that, like not overjoyed about doing it, obviously, but they would opt for doing more than whatever it takes just to set the problem straight. It's kind of how they roll, and it's been a recipe for their success for more than a decade now, so there's that. The burning question, I suppose, and yeah, I am sorry, but I had to do it once. The burning question is, how much of a delay is there really going to be here? This is going to take some time, right, to magic up the requisite 82,000 batteries. And then they have to be shipped globally in a pandemic. And it's not going to be some kind of 10-second splash and dash in the friggin' service department to fit them either, is it? Here in Australia, there would only be a small number of technicians who are qualified to put their hands on the electrical side of this car. It's really not like changing the batteries in a flashlight, and there's a lot of electrical energy, so you'd want to get that right. Plus, although I'm sure they want to do the right thing, it is absolutely fair to say that Hyundai remains pretty damn obsessed with the homeland, right? And next up comes Miracle, and only then the regions like us here in Shitsville. So we could easily become third-class citizens on safety. Not maliciously, but that could be just how this rolls out. So in my view, this is a bad look for Hyundai. Whichever way this goes, the best it can be is a bad look. And especially on the eve of the debut of Ionic 5. So what they really don't need at this point is some untenable delay rolling out the fix worldwide and especially into markets such as ours. This is like a test for Hyundai in my view, just like the GFC was, and let's not forget that was Hyundai's modern era springboard into the big league. So they passed that one, 
This time around, can they pick up this particular ball and roll it out globally and keep it all in the domain of simply bad news? And yeah, luck's going to be a factor too, because more fires equals more bad news, and that could happen any time. On the flip side, will they botch this and kick something of an epic own goal and put a big dent in the side of Ionic, and in particular Ionic 5, in doing so? So that's all up in the air, like... It's not like there are any stakes that really matter or anything. It could go either way. And if they botch this badly, it's going to put the hugest possible dent in brand Ionic, I'd suggest. I don't want to see Ionic become the Pinto of friggin' EVs, like the power shift of EVs. But if they get this wrong enough, that could easily happen. Watch this space, of course, and I will keep you completely updated, but please don't freak out if you drive one of these affected cars. I've got one, and it is just out there, and I am certainly not leaking into my incontinence pad as we speak, like, as far as I know. Because as with most recalls, we're really talking about low-level statistical risk management. Like, I get it. Admittedly, if the problem occurs, the consequences could well be dire. But in reality, these fires are extremely low probability events. And dude, we already live in a world jam-packed with risks of that nature. 